Welcome back to LettermanRow.com, everyone. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This is Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast, and it's a commitment edition. I'm on location in New Orleans. We're actually getting ready for the Sugar Bowl. Uh, it's Friday afternoon. I'm joined by Spencer Holbrook. We're talking stuff about Ohio State's latest 2022 commitment, which came Saturday afternoon in the form of Jaheim Singletary, a five-star cornerback from Jacksonville, Florida's Robert E. Lee High School. Spencer, I know that before we sat down to do this video today, you had a chance to really look at uh, Jaheim Singletary's highlight video for the first time. And tell me, obviously, we're talking about a five-star cornerback. There's going to be impressive things on tape. What did you see? I saw a high school Jeff Okuda. That's what I saw. I think the guy plays just like Jeff did. He's long. He's got a great frame for a cornerback. I think he can really make an impact early in his career. He has the type of body that you could see being a first-round NFL draft pick after three years. Like, I think this kid can be very, very talented early in his career, and I think he can move on to the next level quickly. I just, he's a freak athlete. You see some of the, the interceptions he makes, some of the pass breaks up, breakups he has from just his junior film, and you just get excited to watch the senior film because he is going to put on a show next year, and when he gets to Ohio State, he's gonna do more of the same. Yeah, Jaheim as a freshman at Robert E. Lee, picked off eight passes, um, and really kind of made himself a, a big national name very early and a, and a prospect that people were going to be interested in all over the country. He has 30 offers. His final four schools were Ohio State, Florida, Georgia, and Clemson. So you know what type of player uh, he is based solely on the, the offer list. And, you know, Ohio State only offered this kid two months ago, Spencer, which is, I think, in the world of recruiting in 2022, that's what things are just so different than they used to be. We're talking about a kid from Jacksonville, Florida, offered by Ohio State less than two months ago, who's never visited the school. And yet here we are, he's commitment number 10 in the class of 2022. The fifth player who is a five-star uh, prospect on some measure, whether it's the composite or you know individual sites. It just seems like right now, the momentum that Ohio State has on the recruiting trail is so much different than I can ever remember it. Well, and it seemed like it kind of calmed down a little after Quinn Ewers, which it never really does because he's the number one player, he's a generational quarterback. But but when you get commitment like that, and then nothing happens after Caleb Burton, it seems like it just, we had a little bit of a quiet three weeks to a month, which is weird to say, but in Ohio State recruiting, that's not really weird to say. And then all of a sudden this comes out of not nowhere because not, you know, doesn't come out of nowhere because Ohio State has been recruiting this guy very, very, uh, hard and very rapidly it's things have sped up pretty quickly is what i'm trying to say it just it moved everything moves so quickly with with the relationship with he and Kerry combs and the relationship with he and ryan day and being from jacksonville and and ohio state having some success there with sean wade and other guys it just it made a lot of sense but it did move pretty quickly yeah and i think you know it's obviously going to be talked about in the future now is Kerry Combs, and that'll be the third five-star cornerback from the Jacksonville area that uh, the Buckeyes have landed since 2017 when Sean Wade committed. But the real uh, relationship builder here for Ohio State was Tony Alford. Uh, Coach Alford is the guy that handles all the recruiting in Florida for Ohio State as the door opener, so, so to speak. And the relationship that he had is what really pushed the Ohio State offer to even happen when it did. So he had actually been working to get Jaheim Singletary uh, more Ohio State attention and, and make him a focus for the Buckeyes for a little bit uh, leading up to the offer when Kerry Combs finally offered him. And, uh, you know, I, I know that the thing is people are going to see it and be like, OK, there's a year out from signing day. He's from Florida. He has never visited Ohio State. This is going to be one of those recruitments that are going to be a wild ride. And, and that may turn out to be true. But from talking to Corrine Birch, who's the seven on seven co uh, coach for Jaheim Singletary and a, and a family friend and mentor to him, 
the the thing that I was told over and over again is that this kid's not a flip flopper. He's not someone that is making a decision lightly. He knows that this is, uh, as he put it, a business decision. And I, ironically, yeah, Sean Wade's had great success at Ohio State. He's going to be a first round pick or at least a second round pick next year. But it's just as much of the road that Tyreek Johnson has taken at Ohio State that was appealing to Singletary because he realized that Tyreek Johnson was a five-star cornerback and has been at Ohio State now going on in his fourth year, and he hasn't transferred. And he thought that it was really interesting that there has to be something different about the culture at Ohio State that these kids, even if they're not being successes on the field right away, are deciding to stick it out and to, to grow and, and mature on and off the field. Uh, and that's really the relationship part of things here that uh, Corrine Birch, like I said, the seven-on-seven -seven coach and mentor, uh, and Jaheim Singletary saw and thought was was a, a telltale sign about what the Buckeyes are building. Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is, you know, we always talk about comfort in relationships, comfort in relationships. We stress it so much. It's, it's probably getting wearing down on, on the Letterman Row watchers, but it, it's just so true. And the other thing is the culture. When you talk about a guy like Tyreek Johnson having an impact on a commitment, Tyreek Johnson, if if fans were to put a label on on Tyreek Johnson, it would probably be the word bust. And and the process has has worked for him though. And that's that's the thing. You can have a Sean Wade that's probably going to go in the first or second round, and a Jeff Okuda and Damon Arnett and those guys. But then right behind them, there's those guys that that have been through the process enough, and when they talk to guys, can tell them, hey. This is what it's like. This is what you go through. This is what the culture is like. And that is just as important as pumping guys out into the NFL, you know, 10 times every spring when, the, when you know, the commissioner gets up and calls those names on draft night. So I just think that part is interesting where the culture weighs just as much as the NFL development, the, the, the NFL factory. These guys, we think of them as, I guess, uh, you know, these five-star guys, is, they just want to get to the NFL. But, but the process is something they're also interested in. And, and I think that's a big testament to what Ryan Day's done, Tony Alford, Kerry Combs, anybody you want to name, they deserve some credit for this. Yeah, the, the, the simple truth is that not everyone who's a five-star prospect is going to play in the NFL. I mean, and, and you want to see that guys are being turned into to good young men off the field as much as you want them to be turned into monsters on the field. So, uh, you know, for Ohio State, obviously in the class of 2022, it's the number one ranked class in the country right now with 10 commitments. Six of those guys are top 60 players. Um, you know, I, I think you, you brought it up earlier, Spencer, but we, we had this little lull where, you know, there's all the, the Twitter chatter from the different commits about what's going to happen and breaking the internet and all this and that. And never once was Jaheim Singletary a guy that was really mentioned uh, in that rush of, of uh, you know, look at me moments. We hear, heard comments about Damani Jackson, about Will Johnson, about, you know, uh, Denver Harris, other cornerbacks around the country. And obviously it's a pretty loaded 2022 commitment, or I'm sorry, uh, recruiting class at corner. I mean, think about it. Jaheim Singletary is the number five ranked cornerback in the 247 sports composite and the number 10 ranked overall player. So clearly there is a lot of uh, high end defensive back talent. But what makes this interesting to me, Spencer, is that if you look at Damani Jackson and Will Johnson, for example, those two are talking about the package deal. They're going to play together, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I don't know that. I think it's going to be really, really hard for anybody to get Damani Jackson away from USC, especially if in the next few days um, you see Corey Foreman and Rajon Davis and other players over the next month end up committing to USC, as I think they will. Um, and then Will Johnson with his family roots at Michigan, that I don't see him going anywhere else. So I, you know, the talk about a package deal is nice, but in the end of the day, these kids generally make the decision for themselves. 
And then you look at Denver Harris, who's going to be making big time decisions between Texas A&M, LSU, who I consider both sort of as a, you know, hometown schools for kids in Houston. And somehow here we are talking about Ohio State going into Jacksonville when Florida is at, you know, their best they've been in some time and going down and getting a kid from Florida to commit a year ahead of time without ever visiting. And to me, it speaks to the idea that, you know, recruiting is not always about finding the best player, even though James Singletary is a top 10 player, he's obviously very good. It's about finding the guy that wants to be a part of your program and about finding the guy that is willing to go against the grain because he could stay home and go to Florida. He, you know, he's constantly in communication with Florida State. Miami's on the come up. I mean, there's all these opportunities to Georgia. stay home. Georgia's right, right there in Jacksonville. Too, you Georgia, know, right Georgia Jacksonville. always does a, a great job in Jacksonville. Uh, there's there's all these you know ties to Clemson now with, with uh, Kevin. Uh, what's the kid's name? Kevin, the tr- freshman at Clemson, a five-star cornerback, whose last name is escaping me. He's from Trinity Christian. So I mean, you know, th- that area is is open for business, I guess, in the recruiting world. And um, it speaks to the way that Ohio State attacks these things is that they go in there and they see that the relationships they've had in that area maybe make it easier to pull a kid as opposed to a Damani Jackson or Will Johnson or Denver Harris, who, you know, are all very interested, but not going to be quite as easy to lure away. Yeah, I agree. And I think I think this is a testament to everything that the Buckeyes have built. Um, the the way that they can reach their arm down to any part of the country and and have an impact and show what they've built and the culture that they that they've instilled in the program and they the big thing though is them to be able to reach out anywhere in the country and say look this guy is from your area of the country and we did this with him this guy is also from they have multiple guys in every corner of the United States that they can say hey you know that guy's parents. You grew up with that guy, and and now look at him. He's in the NFL, or now he's a fourth-year player that that is going through the process. Like that is power in brand, but that's not built just with a brand. That's built with the culture and the recruiting and and the hard work and talent. And it, it is a testament for them to be able to do what they're doing right now, especially going down to Jacksonville, like you said. Jaheim Singletary is commitment number 10 for Ohio State in the class of 2022. He commits the day after the Clemson game. We don't know what the result of that game was because it hasn't happened yet. But Spencer and I are talking about this commitment anyway on this episode of Talking Stuff uh, brought to you by Buyers Automotive. You know, Spencer, I think ultimately we're seeing a class at Ohio State that has the potential to be the best the Buckeyes have ever had, um, which is saying something pretty remarkable considering how good of a run they've been on. Is there... A sense in your mind that when you go get a kid like this, Jaheim Singletary, when you go get him, that you can just get anyone anywhere? I I think so. And you, to your point, it is January 1st, 2021. I will say Ohio State will sign the best recruiting class it ever has because here's the deal. In that 2021 class, it could have been the best ever. And the pandemic and the dead period really slowed things down. Well, this class has gained recruiting momentum during that and is going to get some visits back probably on the back end, which will make it gain more momentum as the cycle goes along. So as opposed to hitting the brakes on all that momentum in the 2021 class, they can carry it into those visits in this 2022 class. I I think it's going to be a really special group, and I do think Ohio State can can dip its hand wherever it wants and and get whoever it wants at this point, especially in that 2022 class. You just got to tell guys, hey, you got three of the top linebackers in the country. 
You've got a top cornerback in the country. You've got a top uh, wide receiver in the country and a top quarterback in the country. Do you want to play with that or do you want to play with anything anybody else is bringing in? Because it, it's – and it seems like a fairly obvious choice for a lot of these guys. Yeah, uh, commitment number 10, Jaheim Singletary is in for the Buckeyes in the class of 2022. The Buckeyes have the number one ranked class in the country in the Big Ten and are building something truly special, it seems, in that class. And once April comes around and these kids are actually allowed to get back on campus, it's going to be – pretty wild to see what other names pop up because you know like we said we weren't talking about Jaheim Singletary a month ago and here he is uh, locked in with the Buckeyes the number five cornerback is commitment number 10 that's the end of this episode of Talking Stuff the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast brought to you by Lady Monroe that's Spencer Holbrook I'm Jeremy Birmingham thanks for watching everyone we'll be back in a few days with more insight into this commitment its impact and uh, how the Buckeyes are hoping to still finish out 2021 with uh, a big signing Uh, in the next few months. So thanks for watching. We'll catch you next time.